Welcome to Holy Smoke, the Spectator's Religion Podcast. I'm Damien Thompson. This week is likely to see the appointment of Britain's first baptised Catholic as Prime Minister. Yes, Boris Johnson was baptised into the faith of his Catholic mother. But don't get too excited or alarmed. Boris was confirmed as an Anglican at Eton, and these days he says it's pretentious to suggest that he's a serious practising Christian. But is he perhaps more theologically literate than some other prime ministers? And could he be the first prime minister to take action against the persecutors of Christians? I'm joined by Harry Mount, editor of the Oldie, and also the author of The Wit and Wisdom of Boris Johnson. Knows all about him. Harry, one reason I suggest he's theologically literate is that, at the very least, he likes to pepper his columns with biblical references and quotations. That's right. Whatever you may say about Boris, he's incredibly clever and very well educated at Ashdown House Prep School and at Eton and Balliol College, Oxford. He was in college at Eton, so he would have had an extremely good education at these conventional institutions in the 60s and 70s and 80s at a time when those places had yet to be dumbed down. And that education would have been very much largely Christian. And so, as you say, he peppers his columns. I worked on his columns at The Telegraph for five years with two great strains of thought, classical thought, which he, of course, studied classics at Oxford, and Christian thought. So although he famously said about his religious views that they're like the signal for classic FM in the Chilton Magic FM. Magic Nothing FM. Nothing so highbrow for Magic our FM. They are much better. <laughs> a line actually, it comes and goes, the signal. Yes, a, a, I like a line, that one. A line ripped off by David Cameron. It was ripped yeah, off by David yeah, Cameron. Yeah. Who um, I think would have been incapable of such a good line. I cannot, Even though he's I cannot your cousin, speak Harry. ill of okay, my cousin. Right, okay. But um, so he's incredibly well-educated and well-educated in Christian thought. And I would have thought he'd know the Bible inside out. Well, he certainly knows colourful bits of the Bible. To quote, for example, um, he told Theresa May, Channel the spirit of Moses in Exodus and say to Pharaoh in Brussels, let my people go. Because when he makes these Christian references, it drives the Christian left in other words, the whole Christian establishment, absolutely nuts. I've just been reading a hilarious article by the Reverend George Pitcher, who's a former city PR man with whom I had the misfortune to work at at the Daily Telegraph when he was bizarrely made religious affairs editor. Anyway, um, Pitcher is also an ordained Anglican clergyman, and he said, Conservatives have wandered so far from gospel truth, they're about to elect a golden calf, a serial liar, philanderer, and shirker, provocateur of racism and hate crime. And he rages against the C of E for not taking a firm line on, on, on Boris's moral turpitude, but of course the, mo- the moral turpitude Pitcher's talking about basically is failing to be woke enough on various subjects. He was writing in The Guardian. But George can get as angry as he likes. I, I, I wonder if, paradoxically, it makes people more angry that Boris is prepared to venture into their territory by, by quoting the Bible. Uh, I'm sure it does to some people. I think an awful lot of people 
do dislike Boris because he's so clever. I also understand the reasons why people uh, dislike him for all sorts of other reasons. I understand why Remainers dislike him. Um, I understand why people take against him for his personal life. But quite often people do take against him because of it being cleverer and more successful than they are. And, and the same would apply with Christianity. I bet you he has a greater understanding of Christianity than an awful lot of supposed Christian experts, and he dips into that knowledge, uh, deploys it very amusingly, like he just did in that Theresa May quote, and it annoys people who think, this is my patch. Do you think there's an element of, um, I don't know how else to put this, bullshitting about Boris's references to religion? There was, there was a funny incident years ago when he was mayor of London. He met an advisor to the Palestinian president. And this advisor said something like, my great-great-great-great-great-grandmother used to be babysitter to Jesus. And Boris thought he said baby sister to Jesus. And he, he says, well, according to Luke, he did have brothers and sisters. It was that according to Luke I love. Actually, I, I checked it and Luke's the wrong gospel to go, go for, for that claim. But there is an element of um, Googling, I think, about Boris's references uh, to religion. Yeah, well, I, obviously, I don't know for sure. I disagree. I think he, as well as being well-educated, he's got this phenomenal memory. An old colleague of ours at The Telegraph told me about him having a row with Boris about swimming pool facilities <laughs> in Summers Town near King's Cross at the beginning of his mayoral reign. Not even a row, just a minor discussion. Eight years later, Boris had done nothing about this swimming pool, but he bumped into him and he said... Yeah, about the swimming pool, we're spending £85 million on it next year, wherever it was. He's got this a phenomenal memory, like uh, very clever people do. So I'd have thought, actually, while sitting in Eton College Chapel, while others might have been staring into space, he'd have been absorbing it. I, I don't think he does bullshit about that. I, sort I, of thing. I yeah. do think you have a point, because I remember years ago going up to Boris when he's edge for the spectator and suggesting that I interview... I've got, I haven't got a phenomenal memory. I think it was the new Archbishop of Canterbury. On about purely theological matters, steer clear of all the political controversies. And Boris said, jolly good idea. Ask him about justification by faith and consubstantiation, which rather impressed me. Yeah. Because, of course, that was precisely what I was dying to ask him about. And Boris grasped it without, as he says, being a serious practicing Christian. I think also without being a serious practicing Christian... As in your introduction, he's been through these different incarnations. So he had a baptism with Catholic god godparents, including Rachel Billington, daughter of Lord Longford. Oh, I yeah, oh, I didn't she, know he that. then later, as you said, became an Anglican. His great grandfather was a Turkish Muslim. So if you have these different influences, and there's, there's a great great grandfather who was a, a rabbi. Exactly, well. if you have these yeah. different influences, and you change your religion, you needs must think about them. He wouldn't be like so many British people who really wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. I bet you his understanding is pretty deep. But lots of Christians would say, well, we don't care how deep his understanding is or how virtuosic his deployment of Bible verses is. The man lacks moral fibre and his personal life is an indication of that. To which one can only reply in a rather embarrassed English way, well, we, we, we keep these things private, but of course Boris hasn't managed to keep his private life private very successfully. And it's as far removed, I suppose, from notions of an ideal family life as you can imagine. So his moral behaviour is not perfect. Um, but then doesn't this 
draws towards an analogy that's been made many times over the last few days between Boris and Trump. Now, Trump was not conspicuously pious or puritanical, should we say, and yet at the moment he enjoys an 83% approval rating among evangelical Christians, and that is because he has, especially on the subject of abortion, lined up behind them and given the sort of vocal support we haven't heard from a president, well, certainly since George W. Bush and possibly before that, or rather unlikely coming from Donald Trump. Now, I think the last thing we're going to hear from Boris Johnson is support for the pro-life cause. He's described himself as a firm believer in a woman's right to choose. And some people say, well, he would be, wouldn't he? But I think there's another area in which Boris might make common cause with Christians, and that is the subject of the persecution of Christians abroad. I've just been toying with this idea and thinking, well, which government department is chiefly responsible for turning a blind eye to the persecution of Christians? And it's DFID, the ghastly Department for International Development, which is also not, coincidentally, the most politically correct of government departments. Now, if there's one thing I'm pretty sure of about Boris is that he genuinely dislikes the preachy left, which has successfully hijacked DFID, irrespective of whoever, whoever's in power. And I wonder if he might be willing to pay serious attention to this subject. Admittedly, Jeremy Hunt actually made it a plank of his campaign. But I wonder whether Boris might be goaded into taking some action against a government department that... that lines the pockets and supports the vanity projects of the persecutors of Christians, for example, the government of Pakistan. Well, we shall see what he'll uh, do there, but I think you're certainly right about the moral hypocrisy issue. In the documentary shown about Boris last week, he said he wasn't really politically active until he got to Oxford, and he was extremely annoyed by the hypocrisy of the trust fund kids preaching communism, which had killed so many people across the world. So I don't know what he's going to do about persecuted Christians. But uh, I completely agree with you about his line um, on uh, hypocritical lefties, but also um, unfairness. People have said Boris has no political kernel to his views. I think he does. You can follow it in his columns, despite all the jokes. And he's a small C conservative, pro-immigration, quite liberal on moral issues, anti-government interventionism, and broadly pro-treating people fairly. That sounds pretty obvious, doesn't it? But I think that's at the kernel of his view. So who knows what he'll do with Christians, but it would fit with his worldview. Well, I'll leave you with a quote from the great man himself, which should make everything crystal clear. The other day, Boris announced that he was seeking a modern British culture in which we love each other in a Christian spirit. Or a non-Christian spirit. (laughs) Harry Mount, Mount, thank you very much. much.